Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.077 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang not all here tonight. Low T-Chuck is here, but uh, Longoria is off. His uh, daughter had a little procedure done. I I texted him earlier. Everything went well. Uh, She's going to be okay, so that's good. Uh, Jason, who was uh, training... Two weeks ago with Longoria? Yeah, about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. You're filling in. Uh, You catch a break because we are not doing Movie Monday tonight, so your job should be easy. Uh, We will do Movie Monday tomorrow, but uh, we have to uh, cover the breaking news of the Ross Harris verdict. Uh, Before we get into that, good weekend, guys. You did all right, Chuck? What was going on? No, everything. I was up in the mountains hunting. You you eventually, oh, you did get to go. Connected. You did get to go hunting. Yes. It was cold and smoky and... You got the permits all worked out and all yes. that stuff? All right. Unsuccessful, but it was, it's still good to get it. I saw, and I'm not uh, O'Neill Williams by any stretch of the imagination, but at least a six, maybe an eight-point buck nice. behind my house uh, this weekend. Really? I see doe all the time. Yeah. I'd never seen a buck like that. Yeah. My dogs just froze. They're like, <laughs> what is that big thing? Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I did see some, but... Uh, nothing that I wanted to. Uh, nothing that I wanted to take to harvest. Okay. As yes, they say you want to harvest. You don't want to harvest. Yeah, that. you got to. You got to be conscientious about what you're doing. Sure, uh, you're a conscientious harvester. Jason, good weekend. Everything all right? Yeah, good weekend. Dogs won. Got some uh, surprising. Garden. Yeah, I couldn't believe the dogs won. I know. I was surprised too. <laughs> yes. Uh, built some planting boxes with the wife. Good times. Wow. That no, doesn't no be- sound like a good time no bed, <laughs> No bed, bath, and beyond? Nothing? You didn't have time for that? No, no uh, time for that. All right, very nice. I had a great weekend. Slept a lot. Played in the uh, Brian McCann Celebrity Softball How'd Game. How'd it go? Fantastic. I saw, I saw the pictures that you posted. Yeah, it was, I didn't embarrass myself. Excellent. And I didn't hurt myself. That's all I planned on doing that day. So the old shoulder held up? First base it, was okay? It did. No, I, I caught Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I was throwing warming it back up. to the pitcher didn't bother you? No, my arm okay. was good. It, when, when I was throwing the softball warming up, I was like, this is all right. And uh, so I, I was like, where, where do I not have to run a lot? Catcher. Yeah. But I didn't realize I hadn't squatted like that for that long. <laughs> it since, gets to your knees and your I was back. 19. Yeah. So my legs on Sunday were jello. But yeah. I had a great time. Raised a lot of money for uh, Brian McCann's charity rally uh, foundation. So. Good stuff there. Um, other than that, yeah, that's about it. Sleep and softball. 
Uh, we need to discuss the breaking news in the Ross Harris trial. This trial we've been following from Cobb County to Brunswick. Finally uh, had a verdict today. You heard it live on WSB Radio. Joining us now with instant analysis, WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson. Ron, welcome to the program, my friend. Thanks, Mark. Always good to be with you and enjoying hearing you tonight. So for folks that are uh, just waking up, just getting their car, just getting off of work, what exactly happened today in the Ross Harris trial? Well, it was a, a stunning victory for the state in the trial. Now, Mark, there were eight counts in this indictment. Uh, three were murder, uh, two were cruelty to children, one was sexual exploitation, attempted sexual exploitation of a minor. Uh, Ross Harris got convicted on all eight of the counts. Uh, the defense team had made a spirited effort, Mark, to generate some reasonable doubt, particularly on the malice murder count. But it was a clean sweep for the prosecutors. They convicted him on every single charge. Now, just you know, outside of the, the courtroom world, just in, in, in my day-to-day life, most people I talked to didn't think he was going to get found guilty on the murder charges, that he'd get convicted of something lesser. Um, so, so everyone that I know is kind of shocked at this. What about the, the, the folks in the legal community? Was this expected? Was this unexpected? What's the reaction? Oh, I think a lot of the courtroom observers that were there in Brunswick felt that the defense had made a spirited enough uh, approach to this thing with expert witnesses and good character witnesses who talked about how uh, Ross Harris loved the little boy, that uh, a lot of the courtroom observers, uh, the legal folks, thought that there was reasonable doubt generated, particularly on that malice murder charge. One charge was relatively a slam dunk. That was count six, Mark. That was uh, uh, attempted sexual exploitation of a minor that uh, occurred when Ross Harris tried to get a 15-year-old to send him pictures uh, of her private parts. So that one was a relative slam dunk, but the, uh, the the malice murder was wide open. At the end of the day, the visit by Ross back to the car at noon uh, for the light bulbs, dropping those in the car, and uh, the sexting with uh, lots of women, uh, and uh, the view of the car, they were in the parking lot. Uh, they brought his car in uh, into the uh, Brunswick area, parked it in the courtroom parking lot, and the jurors walked around it and took a look. Apparently they decided at the end of the day, Mark, he couldn't have missed the little boy in the car. For those uh, that are not familiar with the case or maybe just moved to the area, uh, back in uh, June of 2014, this man, Ross Harris, uh, left his 22-month-year-old son, Cooper, in his car while he went to work. And unfortunately, uh, little Cooper Harris died in the car. And uh, it, it was it was a, a case that garnered nationwide attention. Ross Harris was inside, we thought, just uh, doing work when the story first broke um, and just forgot about his son. But we find out through the investigation that while his son was literally uh, baking to death, he was uh, inside sexting uh, a various number of women, and including one that Ron just mentioned that was was underage, was only 15 years old. Uh, there was a lot of uh, external, uh, so, uh, I, I don't even, I don't want to use the proper legal term here, Ron, um, 
the 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 thought that he was googling certain uh, phrases prior to this: how to live uh, in prison, how long does it take for a child to die in a car, that kind of stuff. Um, so the public uh, sympathy turned completely 180 degrees against Ross Harris when when uh, this first happened. We did a show that night, and everyone was just they felt so bad for the father to have to live the rest of his life with the guilt of knowing that he killed his son. And then this other stuff came out, and it really just kind of became a whole different type of situation, Ron. It certainly did, uh, Mark. Uh, you're, you're very correct. Right at first, there was a rush of sympathy for Ross Harris, and then there was a sea change as uh, more and more facts came out, uh, eventually getting so uh, intense in feelings against him that he could not get a fair trial there in Cobb County. Uh, the, the case started there, as you well recall. Uh, jurors came in after about three and a half weeks of jury voir dire. Judge uh, Mary Staley Clark said, well, uh, opinions here are so hostile to the defendant, we're going to have to move this case out of town. That's why it got moved to Brunswick, Georgia. And it turned out at the end of the day, the change of venue from Cobb uh, to Brunswick did not bring about the result the defense had hoped for. Talking to WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson, the uh, eight counts that Ross Harris was convicted of today, malice murder, felony murder count one, felony murder count two, first degree cruelty to children, second degree cruelty to children, sexual exploitation of children, dissemination of harmful material to minors count one, Deception of harmful material to minors count too. Let's go to the big ones, Ron. Why uh, is it necessary to convict him on malice murder and then two counts of felony murder? Explain that. Well, often, uh, you know, you'll charge in the alternative, as the prosecutors did here. The jurors might not find the uh, elements of uh, malice murder, but they might find that there was a, a lower-grade felony committed by the defendant that then resulted in the death of somebody, and that will will uh, accelerate or kite up uh, to felony murder, something that was uh, in, in its uh, start uh, in the initiation of the event not all that serious, but then it gets out of control. So uh, you kind of cover your bases, Mark, by charging alternative things here, and that's what the prosecutors did with the malice murder, and then the two felony murders, as, as you've correctly reported. Uh, Mark, uh, you mentioned that this has been uh, the object of a lot of attention. This ends two-plus years of intensive media focus, and illustrative of your point, the importance of the case, it was featured tonight on David Muir's ABC's World News Tonight. The court uh, case is now wrap, wrapped up, Ron, and we head to sentencing. Uh, when is that? And and is, if I'm reading the law correctly, um, he is going to spend life in prison. It's just a matter of will he be eligible for parole or not, correct? Yes. Uh, sentencing is December 6th, uh, and you're right. The likelihood is he will spend the entirety of the rest of his life behind bars. Uh, there will be, of course, Mark, a couple of procedural steps that are important here. Uh, I expect the defense lawyers who, as they say, made a very vigorous effort on his behalf at trial uh, to file a motion for a new trial, and then after that we'll have the appeal to the Georgia appellate courts, and uh, the lawyers will make, again, a spirited effort uh, to find some fault with the way the judge allowed the evidence to come in in this case uh, when Ross Harris was tried.
What evidence in particular would the defense find objectionable and, and warrant a, uh, a new trial? Well, probably the biggest one, Mark, will be the allowance by the judge of the sexting with the 15-year-old to be tried along with the homicide charge, mm-hmm. uh, along with the murder charges. Uh, the defense will say that prejudiced the case, the thinking of the juries was very prejudiced against Ross Harris, that spilled over from the episode with the 15-year-old uh, to the murder charges, and accordingly, we're entitled to a new trial where the uh, sexting charge is separated uh, from the homicide charges. And, and along the lines of looking at that uh, uh, 15-year-old uh, episode, how alike, Mark, uh, Anthony Weiner, another fella in the news, mm-hmm. and Ross Harris's emails practices are. Wow. Ross was, uh, has been convicted of, of uh, attempted sexual exploitation of a 15-year-old. Uh, Weiner is now being investigated for solicitation of a 15-year-old uh, in that case. Ron, do you mind hanging out for a couple of more minutes? Be glad to. All right. WSB Legal Analyst Ron Carlson joins us here on the Mark Aram Show. In case uh, you are just joining us, just turning on the radio for the first time, heading to work, uh, Ross Harris found guilty today in Brunswick, Georgia, the hot car death, uh, convicted on eight counts, uh, most notably uh, malice murder with uh, in Georgia is a life sentence. The only question is now, will he or will he not get parole? Your immediate thoughts to the verdict are you surprised uh i i am literally surprised i didn't think he would be found guilty on all these counts your thoughts on the case as a whole when we come back 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB talk always on twitter at mark aram this is the mark aram show i'm all the fingers and the toes now i suppose you the little black boy grows 18 years younger than my mama but i really got beaten with the girl up jamie fox here you there you listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better. Welcome back to the program. Breaking news on WSB. Ross Harris' verdict, guilty as charged. WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson joins us for a couple of more minutes. Ron, if you don't mind, I want to take some phone calls while you're on the air. Is that cool? Sounds great, Mark. All right. Noah's in Conyers. Noah, welcome to the show, buddy. Great. Welks, buddy. What's going on? Uh... Not very sad about this. Uh, I mean, as a Christian, I know I'm not supposed to hate anybody, but as the father of Marie, <laughs> yeah, he needs. They need a little bit swifter justice than waiting for three months. This was this was one of the tougher stories that I think I've I've had to cover here at WSB as far as uh, tragic deaths go. Ron, this was. I mean, I don't have kids yet, but. Um, for those that do, I just can't even imagine the uh, the feelings when you see this. I I think if there is any good that can come of this, the fact that this trial was so highly publicized that perhaps maybe this could have saved some kids' lives since then. You know what I'm saying? Where where parents I agree are with you all the way around, Mark. It's so tragic. Little Cooper was one of the cutest little shavers you'll ever see. Uh, but maybe this will raise consciousness uh, of people about this. Uh, there was a memory expert that the 
the defense called. You remember I said the defense made a spirited effort on behalf of Ross Harris. They called a memory expert who talked about how kids can be forgotten in cars quite innocently, uh, some 700 in the last 10 years or so. And you're right. Uh, sometimes a high-profile case like this will uh, pique the consciousness of somebody and maybe save uh, a little shaver's life. Let's hope so. Uh, Ron, as always, thank you so much. Great job covering this case for the last two years and uh, providing invaluable insight to the listeners. Well, excellent visiting with you on it, Mark, and I'm glad you took some time with it. Will do. And we're going to continue when we come back after news, weather, and traffic. I want to get all of your calls. Ross Cavett from Channel 2 Action News, who's covered the trial, will join us as well. We'll be right back. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Back to the show, 10, 36, 24 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Low T screens to calls. Longoria off tonight. Jason on the other side of the takeout window. Normally a movie Monday, but uh, we're going to postpone that to Tuesday because we had breaking news you heard here live on WSB. Ross Harris found guilty on all charges. The hot car trial verdict was delivered today in Brunswick, Georgia on the coast. Uh, we brought to you uh, the verdict live here on WSB Radio. Jason, if you don't mind, I'm going to play a little bit of the sound, the audio now of uh, what the verdict sounded like here earlier today on the radio. Perhaps not. That's okay. We will get to that later. Uh, joining us now from Channel 2 Action News, he had been covering the uh, the Ross Harris case uh, since it uh, popped up two years ago in Cobb County, uh, Ross Cabot from Channel 2 Action News joins us. How are you, Ross? Good. The other Ross checking in, Mark. Yes, not not Ross Harris. Ross Cavett uh, covering the Ross Harris trial. I was uh, frankly surprised that uh, he was found guilty on all charges, Ross, especially the malice murder charge. I, I just didn't think that uh, the jury would, would come to that decision. Yeah, that was a pretty, that was a pretty steep uh, hill to climb, and they apparently did climb it with this jury. Uh, our legal experts that we were talking to, um, Mr. Panich and Ashley Merchant, have both said, you know, when they were looking at that video late last week of Harris going back to his SUV at lunch, they were looking to see if he could have seen his son inside the SUV. Cooper Harris had already been in there for several hours. The Emmy said he was possibly still alive at that point. Then as Harris walked away from the SUV, as somebody else walked toward it, he paused. What was he doing? You couldn't really tell, but the prosecution said... He wanted to make sure that person didn't see a son in the car. And after looking at that video and deliberating another day or so, they came back with guilty on all counts. So that was security camera video that, that saw uh, Ross Harris in the middle of the workday leave his office and go back to the SUV without noticing that his son was in the car. That's right. And the key to that was when he was interviewed by detectives uh, after his son had been found dead, 
They asked him to go through his day, which he recited with pretty good detail until he got to lunch. Then he mentioned he went out with friends, and then he paused for a good 15 seconds, and then he just essentially said his workday ended. He kind of glossed over and didn't mention the fact he returned to his SUV. They only found about it when they checked the video. The video was played in court. It's not great. It's far away. It's grainy. Can you tell if he looked in the SUV? Very hard. Can you tell if he was looking back at the person walking behind him? Very hard. But that combined with all the other evidence in this case is apparently enough for the jury. Some of the the most um, heart-wrenching testimony I thought, Ross, was from his ex-wife, uh, Leona Harris. Have we heard from her since the verdict has, has uh, been handed down? No, I've, I've talked with her attorney who mentioned that she had released a statement, I think, on social media, essentially saying that... Uh, uh, you know, the tragedy of losing your son, of course, overrides everything. Uh, and that's the fact that these things, these tragedies, kids being left in hot cars, continue to happen and will continue to happen. And she clearly still does not blame her ex-husband for Cooper's death. She was definitely the defense's best witness on the stand. She wasn't allowed technically by the rules of the court to say she didn't believe Ross Harris did it, but she got that in over objection uh, and they spent a good deal of time trying to rebut her testimony. Ross Cabot from Channel 2 Action News joins us on the Ross Harris verdict, the hot car death, uh, which you heard here live on WSB Radio. Harris will be sentenced December 5th back in Cobb County. Um, where is Ross Harris tonight? Where, where is he spending tonight? Do you know? He's in the Glen County Jail tonight. It's unclear when they'll move him. I think that, you know Cobb's going to have to get some deputies down with a transport vehicle to Bring him back up to Cobb. That'll probably happen in, you know, before the end of the week. Uh, he faces life without the possibility of parole, plus 42 years if the judge really throws the book at him. Uh, in somewhat of a defiance, we're going to appeal mood. Harris's lead defense attorney, Maddox Kilgore, said, you know, what the heck, let's just sentence him right now. I'm not going to put up any witnesses. I'm not going to make any arguments. Clearly, they're, they've thrown up their hands. They're just going to appeal this. Uh, and whatever the sentence is, the sentence is. And, but the, the sentence is solely on, on the judge, right? The judge uh, hands down the sentence, not the jury. Yeah, the judge is bound, obviously, by certain constraints of the charges. But murder, as Maddox Kilgore, the defense attorney, said during the trial, murder is murder is murder now in the state of Georgia. So that can carry us to life without parole on any of the first three counts. He'll only be sentenced on the first one. They'll all kind of merge together. So it will be up to the judge. Um, he can get life with the possibility of parole, uh, life without parole, and like I said, life without parole plus 42 years if they're all piled on top of each other. Talking to Ross Cavender from Channel 2 Action News. Ross, you've been in this market a long time. You've co- covered a lot of tough stories. Cobb County is your home. It's your beat. Um, as as a reporter, uh, rank this as, as one of the toughest uh, stories for you to cover in your career. It was. I mean, we were at the, I happened to be not far away in Smyrna when this unfortunate incident occurred in, on Anchors Mill doing another story. And we were there very quickly, and there was a lot of shock and horror and confusion over what exactly was transpiring out there. And you could see it on the faces of the first responders and the ambulance crew uh, and the witnesses when we were out there that this was just a horrific thing to witness and to go through. And initially, you know, we thought it was an accident, but. Within 24 hours, the pendulum had swung. He'd been criminally charged with murder, and uh, and we were on for 29 months of really a, a horrible story. I remember that day when it happened, and we obviously talked about it on my show that night. Um, 
And and you're right. Every caller and 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 me included, we our heart went out to Ross Harris. We felt so bad. How is he going to be able to live with himself? Um, should he be on suicide watch? And then the very next night, a total 180 when all the other info started to come out, and it went from sympathy to to rage uh, on the on the part of of the the listeners. It was it was remarkable. Yeah, they you know they raised a lot of money for him on fundraising sites. There was a very slickly made video condemning the district attorney for charging him, and it really went on for a little while until the probable cause hearing and all this information started coming out. Now, in retrospect, in the trial, we knew a lot of that information turned out not to be true, but I think the general idea of the fact that police believe this was more than an accident got out, and like I said, it did a immediate 180 when it came to public opinion. Now, when the, when the jury, uh, when the trial was moved to Brunswick, I, I happened to talk to someone on the defense team off the record, and they, they seem to think they're fairly confident that um, Ross was innocent and would be found innocent of the of the murder charge. Um, is is the defense team as surprised uh, as I think this this guy would be at the the verdict today? Yeah, they they are. They're uh, you know I think their lead attorney Max Kugel, he seemed to show a lot more emotion in the courtroom than Ross Harris did when the verdicts came down, and he was in tears outside, just saying how this country has the best system of justice, but in this case, it has put a innocent man in jail. Uh, he, he talked uh, emotionally about bringing people in, investigators and other attorneys to meet with Harris inside the Cobb County Jail. And they all, he said to a man, came out saying that this guy is innocent now after you, talking to him. You, you mentioned Kilgore's reaction to the verdict. That that leads me to the next question. What was Ross Harris's verdict uh, physically, uh, emotionally, when, when the verdict was read? Well, he, he didn't have one. And, you know, that that doesn't typically, that doesn't really surprise me in this case. He's been pretty cool throughout it. He, he's broken down a couple of times. There's been a lot of social media talk about whether some of that emotion was genuine or not. He seemed to be uh, at his uh, worst when his uh, ex-wife was testifying. When his brother testified, he really broke down. Uh, some of his former uh, friends and family members uh, deeply affected him. And when they played a good long hit string of home movies that featured Ross and Cooper lovingly playing and interacting together that also had him break down it was obviously a difficult trial for him but for most of it he was not emotional i'm sure he'd been counseled to keep his emotions in check in check no matter what the jury said he even answered a brief question from the judge really without his voice cracking after the verdict at all so i'm sure it's going to hit him at some point but not in public all right december 5th the sentencing ross cabot thank you for spending time with us you are now free to go to sleep my friend Thank you, Mark. All right, Ross Cavender from Channel 2 Action News, uh, who's been covering the trial. He was there, that's right. He was. I think he was actually on our show, Chuck, the, the, was. the day that it happened. Yeah. Because he was, he was the first reporter on the scene. What an awful, awful story. Um, I, I do want listener reaction, though, because this is something that Metro Atlanta has been following for over two years. Uh, again, in my 19-year career, I can't think of another story that... Um, brought out emotions as much as this one. So you're, I have a couple of questions. You're obviously your initial thoughts on the verdict. And did you think he was going to get convicted of malice murder? Because I truly didn't. I thought he would have been convicted on lesser charges. I was actually uh, stunned when I woke up and saw the alert that uh, he had been convicted on a malice murder. Uh, 
750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Marco's in Lilburn. Marco, welcome to the program, sir. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you guys doing? Uh, good. What your thoughts on the Ross Harris verdict? Uh, I can't believe it's been two years. Wow. Yeah. Um, it doesn't surprise me, especially the malice, because uh, once they proved that his computer had a search of how long it takes an infant to die in a car, that right there is the intent. Um, so that didn't surprise me at all. I'm not so, sure if that yeah. actually made it into uh, the courtroom. I'm not sure if that was allowed oh, really? or not. I don't know for 100% on that. I know there were some issues about whether or not he actually did that. I don't think the jury heard that mm. part of the case. Oh, okay. But as yeah, you heard from Ross there, you know, the jury, after they went into deliberation, they wanted to see the video again of him coming out on his lunch break, and, and that seems to have been... Uh, yeah, that was another story, too, because um, they said exactly he went through his car, came back, and then they, I thought they said a couple of the co-workers said he was acting strange when he came back. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, just so, awful. Uh, again, if, if anything good can come of this, it's the fact, I hope, that maybe... You know, this is a national story, and hopefully parents mm-hmm. all over the country, all over the world, look at this and say, wow, I, I really need to be better about making sure I don't leave my kid in the car. A, I don't want exactly. my kid to yeah. die, and B, I don't mm-hmm. want to spend the, the rest of my life in jail. It's a sad story. <laughs> we'll have, we'll have, uh, we'll have a, a, a funner show tomorrow, Marco. Okay. Appreciate Welks, buddy. Uh, David is in Tucker. David, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, yes, I think it is unfortunate that some things we were assuming as fact turned out to be uh, false, whether they were put out by the prosecution or a police source or whatnot. And I believe that the uh, the Internet search regarding this was actually one of the inaccuracies that came up. Uh, the verdict, I thought it was a toss-up. Uh, this is a case where you have a, a you could not have a more innocent victim. Uh, the police have terms like uh, true innocence, because a lot of people who are murdered are actually criminals engaged in criminal activity, and other criminals kill them for some reason. But this is a true innocent. And then you have the alleged perpetrator just with all sorts of abominable behavior. So I think that was a real uphill climb for the defense. Do you and, think, let me ask you a question, David. Do you think, if, if let's take out the texting portion of this, the sexting portion of this, if he was just inside doing his work um, while his son was in the car, instead of sexting uh, underage women, et cetera, et cetera, do you think he gets found guilty of murder? I think it. it I think it cuts down the odds a good deal. Yeah. Uh, either either innocent or you know they had a number of choices that are less severe. Yeah, I agree uh, with you. I, I think yeah. if if he was not inside his office while being married, sexting women, including uh, allegedly one underage. I'm not sure he gets convicted of malice murder. I really don't. I think that was just a character issue that the jury couldn't see past. We'll come back with more of your thoughts on the Ross Harris verdict. Guilty on all charges. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Every man want to act like he's Welcome back to the show, 1054. 47 chilly degrees on Peachtree Street, Supermoon. Supermoon, Supermoon. Everyone's talking about it. I haven't seen it yet. Saw pictures online. It was very impressive. Very impressive. Back to the phones. Uh, Jason in Atlanta. Jason, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How are you? What's going on, Jason? 
So, I, I mean, I have to kind of agree with you. Um, a little bit earlier in the show, you said I'm very surprised about the outcome of this, and I've, I've been able to luckily watch about 80% of it um, live, thanks to you guys and all the other local channels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you have his ex-wife saying, he ruined my life, but then on the other hand, she's saying, but he was a great father, and you have proof that he very rarely took him to Chick-fil-A in the morning before work, and he had to go out of his way, and, and then, you know, he's distracted by all this texting and stuff like that, so he puts the kid in the car, and she also testified that he would go right to sleep after having a meal. I mean, you can imagine how distracted he could be, so I, I think this is the wrong decision. I, I don't know if it's the right or wrong decision, and I don't have children, so I don't know. But I do know that I've never left my dogs in the car. I know it's not a good analogy. If I leave my phone in the car, I realize it 30 seconds later and I go back and get it. Uh, but listen, I've talked to a lot of parents off the air. They're like, you know, yeah, it's happened to me. A, a lot of parents, thankfully not with the tragic results, but they're like, I went grocery shopping. I brought the bags in and I said five minutes later, oh, oh no, where's where's Johnny? And, you know. Yeah, and, and you would think... And this happens all the time. And so if he meant to do this, why wouldn't you erase all these text messages? Why wouldn't you delete everything that could be used against you? And he did none of that. That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. If if this was planned, you would have thought he would have been smart enough to erase his digital footprint, if you will, and and take away things that uh, that's that's actually a brilliant point, I Jason. Mean, I do appreciate it. We got to run, man. Um, if if he was planning on do this doing this, don't you think he would have not been sexting during that? That's an interesting point. Regardless, he was found guilty. Your thoughts on the Ross Harris guilty charge? Malice murder, life in prison. The only question now is with or without parole. Your thoughts on that? The case as, as a whole. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.